Hey everyone, this is Christopher Chanty, creator of Theater of Heels. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to check out this and my other projects on my website, ChristopherChancy.com. If you're interested in supporting my work, please take a look at my Patreon at patreon.com slash Christopher Chancy. Thank you for the moment of your time. And now I present you with our story. Theater of Heels, Chapter 43, Surveillance. There it is. Jefferson exhaled a shuddering breath as he watched an armored semi-truck approach. Clan had told him the driver was tucked safe behind an armored barrier and relied on video cameras and other sensors to drive it. Sentries manned heavy machine guns on the front and back of the vehicle. Also, according to Clan's information, there was a contingent of guards posted within the semi's closed bed in a walled-off section, separate from the prisoner compartment. That was where Erica would be. Jefferson began to tremble. He couldn't believe he was here. He wished Clan had joined him, but the other man flatly refused. I liked the girl very much, Clan had said. She was quite charming when I met her with my wife, but my loyalty is to my family first, and I'm already taking a grave risk revealing this information to you. Then why are you helping me? Jefferson asked him. What's in it for you? Clan gave him another cold smile. There's something about that girl. Something that makes the board nervous. I think it might be interesting to salvage her situation, if you think you're up for this. Following his conversation with Clan, Jefferson made some inquiries with a few other villains. He could have kicked himself for being a fool. It seemed the whole villainous population was aware of this unsavory side of their given profession. He was still amazed no one ever thought to enlighten him. He had partners in the past. Partners that were gone after only he managed to escape. He thought, believed, they abandoned him. Of course, he never gone out of his way to ingratiate himself with the local super community. But still, professional courtesy. What he found equally surprising was just how many... What he found equally surprising was just how much so many knew about the superhuman containment unit guards, or scrugs as they called them. It seemed like everyone had thought about what to do when it came down to being captured and sent to prison without any hope of freedom, even in your distant future. However, Clan was the only one with any useful information. He'd apparently scouted out their operations a great number of times and was familiar with their operating procedures. For instance, he knew all villains were detained for a few days at a containment facility outside the heart of downtown Majestic. He wasn't sure why, but he suspected it was a general medical and testing area for those captured. Many villains that were captured were often injured, sometimes severely. He thought it'd be easier to treat them there, because once they left for their final destination, treatment would surely prove to be much more difficult. Clan also suspected the villains' powers were tested to determine what they exactly needed to keep them secured. Since Erica wasn't a part of the latter group, it was safe to say she had undergone medical treatment. Not for the first time, Jefferson hoped she was okay. When he first watched the video, he cried out in surprise when the car exploded in front of Erica as she tried to escape in it. He groaned when he saw the back of her head thud against the ground. He still cringed at the memory of it. Jefferson shook his head to clear the memory and focus on the situation at hand. According to Clan's assessment, the detainment facility would be immeasurably difficult to break into, but where they transported her to later would be downright impossible. 
The Skugs delivered their prisoners to the docks where a specially designed submarine waited. With it, they then took them deep down on the ocean floor where their final prison awaited them. How much of the Skugs' resources were dedicated to a transport dependent on the detainee's threat level? Clan believed Erica would rate a level 3, little better than a thug with a gun. Although she was quite formidable once she had her technology in hand, without it, she was just a young girl who wasn't very athletically inclined. If she was transported as a level 4 threat, the guard number would double. A level 5 threat would add an additional 5 members of the crew, plus a military-grade helicopter as an escort. For that reason alone, Jefferson was glad Erica was a lower threat level. The air wash of a helicopter played havoc with his ability to maintain his cohesion of his cloud form. He was relieved not to see any aircraft in the sky. Still, he was more terrified than he had ever been before. That was even taken into account that fateful night on the stage some four years prior. At least at that time, he had been more numb from the shock than actually frightened. This, however, was something altogether different. What he was contemplating had never been attempted before by anyone. No one ever wanted to risk the wrath of the board. Come to think about it, neither did he. So why was he here? It was true he had grown quite fond of Erica. Her enthusiasm was infectious. Before her, the only contraption he ever had a passing fancy for was his coffee maker. Now he looked at all manner of technology wondering if his young friend could make it better, if not more interesting. Still, it was more than that. She was bright to be sure and imaginative. Although she had a deep fascination with subjects he wouldn't give two pennies for. But she was an interesting conversationalist. Without her around, Jefferson found that he was missing something significant. Her departure was a stark contrast. It revealed the crackling void in his life. Still, did he owe her this much? Did he owe her anything at all? After all, wouldn't she already be in jail? Or worse, if he hadn't intervened for her in the first place? Were his actions only delaying the inevitable? Was this Erica's fate all along? He had given his word, both to her and her family, to try to keep her safe. But to this extent? Was he really going to risk his own liberty and freedom to undergo this mad plan? If we went through with this, what would the board do to him? What would it mean for his future when taking any action could land him in a weatherproof cell next to his protégés? If we went forward with this, he might have to face more than just guards. He might end up facing the others, who unlike the superheroes, did not dress in garish outfits and battle for social media hits and laughable fan points. They fought for different stakes, with powers he could be sure would be able to hurt his usually untouchable form. The truck started down the hill of the car-lined street. They were making their final approach to the docks. Clan thought this spot was where the team was at its most vulnerable. The three-block hill didn't have any turnoffs, so they were forced in one direction. Jefferson stepped back further into the shadows of the alley. His body transformed into a storm cloud. He raised one cloudy hand, forming lightning. The truck was almost upon him. It was now or never. Okay, I can do this. Just breathe. And... The truck passed the mouth of the alley. Jefferson remained motionless as he watched it pass. It was gone. 
he let the opportunity slip past him. He changed back to his human form and let his trembling hand fall to his side. Who am I kidding? Jefferson said to himself. This situation is far beyond me. With that, he turned his back on the street. Thank you for listening to this episode of Theater of Heels. I hope you enjoyed my tale of heroes and villains. If you like this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chansey. My other podcast, The Skies Embrace, is an epic fantasy that follows the exploits of the crew of the sky ship The Maiden's Arrow as they navigate the perils of the clouds. I also have another podcast titled Stories by the Fire. It's an eclectic range of short stories and longer epics told in a darker ambiance. All these tales and more are available on my website, ChristopherChancy.com, and my YouTube channel. Theater of Heels and my other novels are also available on Amazon.com and other fine book retailers. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at Patreon.com slash ChristopherChancy. There you get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May your journey always be a heroic one. Farewell.